Human behavior has always been a mystery. Why do people do what they do? Why do they react one way when we expected something else? How do we learn to understand, connect with, enroll, engage, align with people most effectively? Hi, I'm Christine Kemaford, founder of Smart Tribes Institute, and welcome to our Smart Tribes Crack the Behavior Code podcast. In each episode, you'll learn practical, easy to use tools to better understand and change human behavior. These tools will help your team outperform, outengage, outsell the competition. In other words, to become a smart tribe. Oh, and you'll find these tools super helpful in your personal life too. Let's go. The four crucial mistakes companies make during downturns. Well, it's been pretty bumpy out there for a while. We're seeing some signs of recovery. Um, and it's key to assess where we've been, the mistakes we've made, and how to course correct for the next stage of growth. But you know, here's the reality. Companies make mistakes all the time. Whether it's a pandemic or an economic downturn, you know, avoiding the big slip-ups really becomes more crucial at these fragile times, if you will. And when the heat is on, some CEOs will react impulsively. And while this may earn them some points for courage and speed, in a rough economy, one needs to take the long view and pace themselves. So to get funded, to stay funded, to stretch out your cash flow, to attract new clients, et cetera, um, you're going to need to avoid these key mistakes. And please know that I've made every single one of them, <laughs> which is why I'm so passionate about helping others to prevent these energy and time suckers. So here are the top four mistakes that I have made and found during economic uncertainty, during downturns, et cetera. Number one, hasty hiring. The result, bad hires who are costly and time consuming. You know, it's better to try out new staff members as independent contractors first than after you're confident that they will work out, right? You can share your, and you share your values, right? Bring them on as permanent hires. A person can say in an interview that they honor your values, but you're not really going to know until you work with them side by side. And when you're overwhelmed and you're overworked, it's really easy to make hiring mistakes. That's why relying on contractors is such a great policy. You know, you can use Upwork, you can use TaskRabbit, Marketing Sherpa, Noon Dalton, whatever, for administrative, virtual marketing, bookkeeping, et cetera. Rates can be surprisingly low. And don't make the mistake of staffing up fully, only to discover that your business operates in waves. Have a lean team, hire extra hands for the heavier times, try out your new team members before making them permanent. The second mistake to avoid, pausing your profit. The result, financial pressure due to propping up ailing products, divisions, or accounts. You know, sometimes you can sell your way out of a recession or an economically challenging time, yet all times you need to streamline expenses and adjust your financial strategy. One of our clients recently outsourced an entire division of their company. It hadn't really been profitable anyway, and it wasn't core to their business, and the other divisions were supporting it financially, right? Not healthy. The decision was painful and did result in a layoff, yet 
it had to happen for the health of the company. And as the leader, you are in charge of looking out for the health of the company. The outsourced division now generates a healthy profit. Another client pays increased commission for selling higher margin products. We laid out a super compelling plan and the sales force is now incented, of course, and focused on the products that are best for the company's bottom line. And coincidentally, best for the customer. The salespeople had been resisting them just because they didn't understand them. So it was the job of sales leadership to really bring people into the loop. So now is the time to course correct, right? If you've undercharged clients as well, it's time to adjust that, right? Often this happens when we're desperate to close a sale without keeping an eye on generating enough profit. And we're helping two of our clients right now to right size some of their clients with a stronger, more resonant value proposition. This is pretty doable. You know, you craft the message, you collaborate with the client on key success metrics, report on the metrics monthly, get the account to the level that's fair and profitable for you. You know, resenting a client because you undercharge them is something you never, ever want to do. Mistake number three, skipping the six-month plan. The results, strategy the second, and very little accomplished. Now, strategy of the second means that you just keep changing, right? You keep changing your plan so you can never really get any traction. Whether you do six-month plans, whether you do one-year plans, our clients max out at three-year plans. They mostly will do a one-year plan knowing that they're going to need to you know, course correct and adapt. They'll do a light two- and three-year plan, and then they'll adjust as they see how reality shakes out. So it's better to map out the next six months or 12, right? And if a new project comes out, swap it out with one of equal complexity that's already on your plan. I'm not saying don't pivot. Pivoting is essential, but you can't just keep piling stuff on. You add something, something else has to go. Now, entrepreneurial CEOs can be excessive idea generators. And with your plan, you'll have mapped out the projects, mapped out your resource allocation, et cetera, and you can avoid those manic distractions. So consider the perils of one company with the painful strategy of the second situation. Each time its mercurial CEO returned from a conference, he'd have a new idea. Were they good ones? Often, yes. But his already stretched staff had no spare energy. And since they had not learned to communicate clearly with one another, they would take on the new project. But all sorts of key tasks, of course, would get dropped or delayed and no one was happy. Ultimately, you need a gatekeeper for your plan if you want your company to truly run efficiently. This is someone who will ensure the new projects are there scheduled later or will replace existing projects of equal or similar size or complexity. Someone who will constantly see the big picture, tackle the small details, facilitate real results every step of the way. And by the way, once the CEO in question put a plan in place, his staff was much happier, fewer tasks were dropped, and their revenue ramped up considerably because the keeper of the plan was able to say no <laughs> to the CEO and get the CEO to swap things out. Mistake number four, chasing all sales leads. I see this happen a lot. And the result, right, wasting time on prospects who will never become clients. The CEO of a consulting company complained recently that she had chased a key account for four months. 
okay, four months is a while. And she finally lost hope that they would never become a client. Now, when I asked if she had a disqualification process, she hesitated. Here's the net net. You only want to spend time with real prospects, right? Create a disqualification process so you can quickly remove contacts from your sales pipeline that will most likely never buy your product or service or have no intention to buy it in the near term. You can put them on a drip if they're qualified. They just don't have a time urgency so that they'll remember you. Now, in tough economic times, you definitely want to focus energies on productive revenue streams. We've all made lots of mistakes in business. The point is to course correct constantly. Spot a mistake, take action to correct it. What are you grappling with right now? What mistakes did I miss mentioning? Learn more by downloading our white paper on the five mistakes that halt high-performance CEOs. That'll be on the show page. And then also we will have a, a sales kit on the show page as well. Thanks for joining me today. Thanks for joining me on this episode. Every listen, every share, every review helps others form their own smart tribes where teams are engaged, happy, and optimally performing. Together, you and I can help millions of people crack the behavior code in their organizations, families, and communities. I invite you to take two minutes and head over to smarttribesinstitute.com to discover more about how to form a smart tribe. See you there, and please tell your friends.